Welcome to the Shorthand States here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Mark Ogier and we're here to review day one of this late September States meeting and uh, well it began in rather unusual fashion with the deputy uh, with the bailiff sorry telling off deputies uh, for the language that was heard in the broadcast of the previous States meeting earlier this month and um, well I won't repeat the word that was used uh, while Deputy Lester Carapel was speaking last time out but uh, the bailiff assured us that he'd listened through very carefully, spent more time on it than he'd wanted to, he said, uh, and had determined that the word had been uttered within the chamber. So he went on to remind members to be respectful at all times of each other, of all civil servants and of the public in general, and to remember that they had taken an oath that... uh, Ensured, should ensure that they follow the code of conduct at all times. A rather unusual start to the meeting. Yes, it was a bit like um, the school being called in front of the headmaster yeah. for a telling off. And uh, yeah, I think it was um, it was something that was inevitable. But yes, I think uh, he made his point, and then we we moved on to uh, what was a fairly busy day of business. With uh, we had a couple of statements, and the first one, which I actually covered, was from. Um, Deputy Andrew Dudley-Owen, of course, the uh, President of Education, Sport and Culture, who has uh, hardly been out of the newspaper over the last few months, uh, and uh, as if it was possible to have anything to update members on, she had a fair bit to say. Um, of course, there were various questions asked afterwards, um, and uh, unsurprisingly, most of those were uh, about the fate of Herm School. Although we learned, that, in fact, it's not a school, it is, in fact... A, a classroom that's part of Vovert, which I think came as a surprise to a lot of people. Well, they, they made that argument <laughs> last time, but it's listed okay. as Herm School on the uh, on the the right. Gov. UK uh, website. But there it is. I guess they've changed their minds mm-hmm. about that. Yes. Well, I mean, the the, the, the issue is, of course, it's it's uh, it's now been decided it's going to reopen, and the big question is when's this going to happen? Now, during the debate, Deputy Dudley Owen didn't actually give any indication. Um, however, we have had sight, and there's a mention of it in my report tomorrow, of a an email which was sent by ESC to all states members, which clearly indicates the school is going to open um, before do at the end of October, if not earlier, if it can. Um, so that's probably going to reassure some members. Uh, apart from the man who uh, whose rocket led to this situation, Deputy David Delisle, who uh, basically said if they don't do something within the next few days, he's going to call for a lot of them to resign. So. Um, I, th- I think it's going to be, uh, I don't think it's going to happen somehow, but clearly it's a big issue um, and Deputy Dudley Owens fended off quite a few questions about that uh, and uh, as well as you know, other issues regarding uh, um, employment of teachers, where they are going to live uh, and uh, updating members on where things stood with um, the secondary education programme and how it's going. Yeah, the other uh, statement was given by Environment and Infrastructure mm. President uh, Lindsay Summary, and um, that was a very wide-ranging um, ad- uh, update, as you might expect, because their mandate is so wide. Um, but one of the things that uh, was uh, pick- that I did pick up on was that she admitted that there was going to have to be a delay in the uh, bringing of proposals to do with what's going to happen with Levard's Quarry in future. Of course, we we know that Rone are pretty much bottoming out Levard's Quarry, um, and so ha- what's it? What is its strategy? strategic use for the island in future should it be for inert waste should it be for water storage well they are uh, she said the committee working very closely with both Guernsey Water and Guernsey Waste and uh, are continuing to sort of uh, collate all the information that's going to be necessary for, uh, for that to be decided upon by states members and then that's now expected to be concluded uh, within the first quarter of uh, next year instead of um, later on this year um, I don't think anybody uh, within the chamber was particularly kicking 
getting off about that relatively minor delay. I think they're very used to uh, delays of that ilk uh, as it is. Um, I think one thing that we should uh, certainly make sure we've got time for discussing in this uh, podcast is domestic abuse legislation because they didn't find room for it in the last uh, state's meeting but they have found room for it in this one so it's come to the chamber rather late but um, it went through absolutely uh, unanimously as I think we sort of suspected Um, there will therefore now be the drafting of several new um, offences to be described in Guernsey law such as uh, of domestic abuse and um, laws around um, uh, also uh, um, what is known as revenge porn, Deputy Prowse said, um, and, and other offences besides. And it's really all following legislation that is uh, modelled on that of Scotland where um, a reasonable person can be uh, can judge that there is um, a, a pattern of behaviour that amounts to abuse as opposed to having, like you do in England, to uh, um, find a person guilty on each individual count of separate types of um, coercive behaviour. Um, and uh, it, as I say, it went through unanimously. There was one note of concern voiced by uh, Deputy Peter Fairbrush, the Chief Minister, who is also, of course, a lawyer. Um, he was a bit concerned about the presumption of innocence uh, concept being uh, undermined somewhat by a particular uh, phrase in one of the paragraphs in the policy letter that seemed to indicate that uh, potentially um, a a failure to convict um, didn't necessarily mean uh, a presumption of innocence. Um, Deputy Prowl gave an assurance that he was very committed to the presumption of innocence and in fact uh, this was a a phrase that uh, he had uh, concerns about as well and that wouldn't be reflected therefore in the legislation that would eventually come forward. Um, But we have to say that even though this has been um, worked very hard on by the Home Affairs Committee and that they were considering it extremely important, it's just one of many. There's going to be another one as soon as March which is going to address such issues as uh, stalking and and other things besides. So we'll be seeing a lot more about that domestic abuse legislation uh, over the remaining months of this state's term. So I think uh, that that sort of took us to more or less mid-afternoon, I believe, and that was when we we returned to the old chestnut of the airport runway extension, which had been debated several times in the not-too-distant past. And uh, on this occasion, um, Economic Development have come back and said that uh, they don't think this is the the right time to be looking at it. Yes, there may have been economic benefits, but uh, there's several negatives and uh, a lot of risk. Risk to Orini, they suggested, Orini operation. Risk to the Gatwick slots that we might... uh, put at risk if we decide we're going to bring in low-cost airlines. So um, Economic Development President uh, Deputy Nealand are basically saying, let's let's kick this aside, well, let's pass it on to the State Trading Supervisory Board, and when they next look at resurfacing the runway, which could be five, six, seven years' time, maybe then consider a possible runway extension. The one member of Economic Development who doesn't like that idea is Deputy Simon Vermeulen, who, as we were leaving, had just introduced an amendment um, to in effect say we want to have this extension this in this term let's do it using um, a system called emas which basically is something that you put at the end of the runway and if a plane runs over it gets slowed down immediately by this this massive material so um yeah we're on to that i'm not sure how much longer we've got on it but um 
I, I suspect it could take up most of the morning, the way yeah. these things go. Yeah, well, yeah, Deputy Vermeulen described it as a gift, didn't he? This uh, new technology he said that would uh, solve the problem that's been concerned, uh, people have been concerned about in the past, where how can we extend the runway without sort of eating up great tracts of land? Well, it can all be done within the current boundaries, uh, is his argument. We shall see how that goes uh, tomorrow. Um, we're not entirely sure that he, he even is very confident of uh, success in that. But anyway, we'll be starting with the runway uh, tomorrow on day two of this state's meeting. But for day one, that's all from us for now. Bye-bye. Goodbye.